0: Transcending time and space together for the purpose of our awakening, our transcendence. We are grateful. We are grateful for A Course in Miracles and for our beloved teachers, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, that higher Holy Spirit self, always with us, always for us. Nothing is against us. Yes. Yes. So let's begin with a prayer. I like to place my hand on my heart. I'm so grateful and thankful to be willing to pray to know the truth. So grateful and thankful to consciously join together with that higher Holy Spirit self to partner up and to rejoice that the truth is liberating and the truth is our inheritance. We are grateful and thankful to fully open to receive our inheritance. We are grateful and thankful that we can lay the burdens down, that the belief in lack and uh, attack and limitation and separation is falling away, dissolving and resolving permanently back to the root cause so we never experience it again. We're relinquishing all attraction to the tiny mad idea. We are grateful and thankful to allow ourselves to experience the fullness of love now and forever. We are grateful to be willing to see our brothers and sisters as they truly are and see ourselves In truth as well. In gratitude we share the benefits with everyone because we are one with them. In gratitude we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Ah, so good. So, so good. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, this week... Our topic is forgiving when we've been betrayed, forgiving when we've been betrayed. This was, oh my gosh, such a difficult thing for me. I was talking uh, about this in Masterful Living class that uh, I used to be such a grudge holder hanging on to my grievances and in... uh, Just a constant sense of taking offense. I saw betrayal all over the place. And now I understand why. In fact, my experience of betrayals by close friends, by spiritual leaders, by a sweetheart, uh, all these different things, the medical community, all different kinds of Betrayals. It was this piling on of the betrayals that really became that wind beneath my wings. <laughs> it became the impetus for me to say, enough is enough. Now is the time of my liberation. And so the key for me in liberating from the pain and suffering of betrayal and dragging it around with me in the form of resentment and regret and pain and hurt that kept getting rewounded and rewounded and re wounded. Couldn't let them go. How could I let them go? They were so real to me. So here's here's what what Transformed everything for me. It was the realization of my place in the universe. That I am one with all. I am part of God. This is what A Course in Miracles tells us. It also tells us that everything works together for good. And there are our good, specifically our good... And there are, are no exceptions. Course in Miracles also tells us what could you not accept if you but knew everything was gently planned for your good. And as it says in the teacher's manual, everything is helpful. Everything is helpful. So I became willing. There's that great willingness. Willingness is all that's required. I became willing to see things correctly. Pain is a wrong perspective. So moving out of pain and into a correct perspective. And that correct perspective was and is that nothing is being done to me. Everything is being done by me, and I am one with all. I'm part of a collective. And, and in A Course of Miracles, this collective of humanity is called the Son of God. So I decided to stand back and take a new perspective. I decided to expand my awareness to include the possibility. That there is no betrayal. Betrayal is an illusion just like everything else in this world. So what seems like a betrayal is actually something that is an outpicturing of my own thoughts and beliefs. And it's come to help me see my own thoughts and beliefs so that I will shift and change them by giving them up to the Holy Spirit for healing. So once again, we go back to that prayer at the end of chapter 5, I must have made a wrong decision because I am not at peace. And in there it says, the Holy Spirit will undo all the consequences of my wrong decision if I allow it. And so I started to allow the consequences of all my wrong decisions to be undone. And what I began to see was that all the betrayals in the world were but a mirror, a reflection of my own belief in my self-betrayal. So the belief of self-betrayal is I betrayed by myself by edging God out of my mind and aligning with the ego thought system and making all these decisions uh, about who's good and who's bad and who's right and who's wrong and all of these decisions that are painful. And create a deep, deep sense of separation. So that was my self-betrayal. That I willingly gave up my sense of connectedness for a sense of separation. So the truth is, as I perceive it, that... I decided to go on a journey of exploration along with all my brothers and sisters. We're exploring this sense of separation, and and uh, as uh, it is said, we're we're on the in-breath now. So there was the exhalation uh, out to that deep sense of separation, and now we're on the inbreath, coming back home. Right, we're the prodigal son coming back home. And who whoever arrives home first realizes oh there's no judgment. There's no nothing bad has happened. Nothing unreal exists. Nothing real can be threatened. Hallelujah. We feel that welcoming. We we feel that sense of all is well. Nothing bad has happened. Uh, crazy dreams crazy dreams and you can recover quickly come feast rest relax restore recover and get the word out so the closer we get to returning home like the prodigal son the more people there are coming out on the road to meet us right and that's what the teachers of God are for, getting out on the road to meet the wandering prodigal son and say, "Oh, look, we're preparing a feast for you you're 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 expected and welcomed and here let let me um let me hold your hand, let me put my arm around you, let me give you a welcoming hug it's not much further." That's what the teachers of God are for. Isn't that wonderful? i would never said or thought that before, but it just came to me now. So, the betrayal is part of the illusion. There is no betrayal. Not really. It's a perspective. Betrayal is a Perspective. So I can think of my experience where my friend betrayed me and I'm not going to share the details because it doesn't really matter. We've all had that experience of feeling betrayed by a friend. What that friend did was my friend gave me a chance to let go of my attachments to how I thought it should be and to... My friend gave me clarity that she wasn't the friend I thought she was. And that just took her right out of my life. She left, maybe because she felt guilty, I don't know. We never discussed it, really. Uh, I knew she had some issues, she told me what they were. And that was before I discovered what I'll call the betrayal. And then once I realized the betrayal, I just knew, oh, okay, that's how that goes there. And moving into forgiveness requires that we forgive ourselves for the decisions and the choices that we made that seemed to cause a problem. So I had to forgive myself... ...for the choices that I made... ...that gave her the opportunity to betray me. I had to forgive myself for the decisions that I made... ...that made it possible... ...for her to take advantage of me to, we could say, steal from me, uh, however we want to characterize it. I made choices and decisions that made that possible. There's no doubt that I got warning bells I ignored. I didn't wish to pay attention to the warning bells, I didn't wish to think about it. Now, as a spiritual counselor for almost 20 years, 19 years, uh, and teaching spiritual counselors, uh, so many, many, many hundreds of people taking Masterful Living, taking Finding Freedom, working with all these people intimately, closely, getting to know them, I don't know anyone that doesn't have experiences that appear to be a betrayal that have these exact same components. For instance, I have talked with many people who had some version of investing money, time, energy, talent into something, some project, some investment with someone who then, it seems like, either was just there to rip them off, steal their money, their work, whatever. Uh, someone who was, um, that, that they felt uh, that they were stolen from, that they were disrespected, that they weren't cared for, that their feelings didn't matter that their life didn't matter that honesty didn't matter integrity didn't matter all of these things that spiritual students hold dear someone came into their life and ripped them off let's say that's the way it looks Uh, and maybe they really did maybe they intentionally did some were intentional some were less intentional But the sense that the person had coming out of it was you don't respect me, you don't care about me I invested with you, I trusted you I thought we were friends, I thought you were honorable I thought you cared about my feelings I thought I was important to you I thought I mattered to you and it turns out I don't because you couldn't have done this to me If I actually mattered to you That's kind of how betrayal feels Not always I mean I could say I felt a sense of betrayal um, That my mother's body When she got so sick Her body betrayed me I could say I, I probably had that feeling That thought um, and, and she probably did too That her body betrayed her I don't remember talking about that with her But I do talk with so many people With severe illnesses And there is a deep sense often Of self-betrayal Or the body has betrayed me And uh, totally understandable so, but, so these are the crux of it I don't matter To you who betrayed me. My feelings don't matter. My life doesn't matter. Integrity doesn't matter. Respect, honor, all these things don't matter. And that's the deep, deep wound. And look at it this way. Be willing. Be willing to lay the burden down. We're dragging these bags with us. This is the baggage we're dragging with us. Let's lay the burden down. Give it to the Holy Spirit for healing. Put it on the altar. Our willingness is all that's required. No other requirement for the healing. Just our willingness. So in this sense of willingness, we must... Forgive ourselves for believing betrayal is even possible. That is the most expeditious, fastest way to begin the healing, is the willingness to accept there is no betrayal. It's a perception. What seems like a betrayal is really something that is in our script. Remember, the script is already written. It's in some aspect of the script. And remember, the script is very layered. So when we start choosing forgiveness and love and compassion and generosity and patience and kindness and all of these different wonderful Uh, choices that we have when we start making those our go-to choices answering the cry for love rather than seeing it, being willing even to see it rather than uh, judging, complaining, attacking criticizing taking offense when we move into our loving heart and start extending love with these practices of patience and kindness etc., then we open up different avenues of learning in the script. And the other ones are closed down. They're no longer necessary. I've talked so much about this, I'm, I'm not going to go further on that. So, uh, whatever's being experienced by us is helpful to us. It is letting us know... That there's an opportunity here to release something that is like a splinter in the mind. Some ancient unforgiveness. Remember, everything that we do to others is going to be done to us. Why? So we can develop compassion and understanding and learn from it. Harvest that wisdom and move on. We cannot harvest the wisdom, the learning from it, until we move into non-judgment. And that's what true forgiveness is. So consider that, let's say, someone uh, has a an investment that goes sour. They didn't really take good care of us. Uh, they lied to us, they then disappeared, whatever, something like that. So first, we have to recognize that we made the choices. We probably had warning bells, and we said, no, 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 I want to make this money. I I want to double my money, so that's why I'm going to do it. Uh, And uh, I don't want to think about this could go sour. I don't want to think about that. So we we ignored our warning bells, so we're actually angry with ourselves. We're judging ourselves for being bad and wrong and stupid. But maybe that's buried. Maybe that's buried in our consciousness. We're not willing to look at it and to see it. So we just want to project all that blame out onto the person who seemingly did it to us. Now there is no other, so they didn't actually do it to us. that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So just say, oh, I'm willing to accept that. Uh, that's what I just started doing. I'm willing to accept that. Uh, uh, I'd say to the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I don't like it. I just want you to know I don't like it. <laughs> but I'm willing. I'm willing. I'm so willing And (laughs) it's, you know, you start where you start. You start where you start. I was so unwilling for so long. (laughs) I was pretty glad just to have some willingness. So, and to see that willingness was all that I needed. That and my friend, the higher Holy Spirit self. So, what that person who betrays us is showing us is that maybe, in some instances, we're willing to make a deal with our integrity, and we're willing to trust people that we know are not trustworthy. And that's why we're mad at ourselves and projecting it out onto them as a grievance, as a betrayal. Who betrayed whom? If I betray my integrity, if I betray my guidance, the intuition and the insights that I'm getting, and I say, I don't want to think about that. Who betrayed whom? You see, this is the thing for us to think about. Who betrayed whom? Ah, yes. It's a big one. And only... Those who really are done with suffering are willing to look at it and think about it. That's the truth. I mean, that's my experience for sure. Uh, I'd like to um, tell you that this is why I do many of the things that I do. Uh, This is why Masterful Living and finding freedom are designed the way they are, that we can work together, that we can share these ahas and insights. Uh, They're about gaining momentum, staying on track and gaining momentum, because we can have these ahas and insights listening to the radio show, but that's not going to transform our life. It's what we do with it. And that's why I do in-person events as well, because people get so much healing so fast. So much healing so fast. In fact, I'll tell you a little bit about some of the in-person events I have coming up. Uh, I've got a minute here before I go to break. So in September, I'm doing a retreat for those who are recovering from sexual abuse. And uh, whether it was in your childhood or recently, all are welcome. It's a small retreat, so actually we're, we only have a small number of people. It's going to be very intimate. There are a couple of spots left as of right now. Uh, so if you're interested in that, put down a deposit, something like that. We can at least hold a space for you. Uh, And of course we have payment plans, always have payment plans. Uh, Well, actually, I think that's going to be it for me. I am going to go to the break right now. And you're listening to A Course in Miracles. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're walking the talk. We're living the love. We're doing it together. And I will be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. And we're back talking about betrayal and talking about who betrayed whom, who betrayed whom, who did it. You see, there is no other, and this is the whole thing about accepting the atonement for yourself. Accepting the atonement for yourself requires the willingness to say no one betrayed me because no one else exists it's just me and we just have to be willing to accept it this is one of the things that Jesus tells us in the workbook is don't feel like you have to understand any of this goodness gracious just do the lessons just Be willing. Just accept. And that's what I decided to do. I'm just going to accept these things. And I'm not going to argue with them anymore. I'm not going to make a case for them anymore. And that was me really moving out of that ego identification. I'm going to start identifying with the knower who knows right within me that higher Holy Spirit self within me. I'm going to start to identify that, okay, in my awareness are the answers I seek. In my awareness is the full understanding of how this could be for my good. I am not yet so willing to accept the truth that I can know it and feel it and see it and remember it In this moment. But I'd like to. I moved into that place. I don't know what anything is for. But I'd like to. I'd like to understand it. Now sometimes if we can't move into the healing. Until we understand it. That's really about intellect. It's really about ego. As I've said so many times. The ego will never understand anything. And spirit understands everything, doesn't have to learn uh, to in order to know. So we're going for knowing, and we're not being satisfied with just understanding things anymore. So there's such a difference between knowing and understanding. Understanding comes through experience and learning and knowing is our direct insight it is our connection with that one mind and so let's not settle for trying to understand things anymore i'm just trying to understand why this would happen to me let's move out of that and know that everything works together for our good And let us open our mind to see how that could be true in this experience. So, for instance, uh, like a lot of people, I've had experiences that led me to feel betrayed by uh, a sweetheart. And I'm sure that sweethearts or friends or people in my past felt I betrayed them. I haven't given that a whole lot of thought. And uh, But I'm sure it's there. And so with, let's say, a lover, a sweetheart who seemingly betrayed me, I can recognize that I can specifically think of uh, one man who really helped me to see that I didn't have strong enough self-esteem, that I would compromise myself in order to uh, be in that connection and be in that relationship but I didn't have to and he didn't make me this was my choice and my decision and I he came into my life to, to help me see what I was willing to compromise and then I felt betrayed when the relationship really didn't turn out to be what I hoped it would be. and But who betrayed who? You could say that I betrayed myself by compromising and not having the quality of relationship that I really desired. But I was not a vibrational match for it, is one way to look at it. It, I did not have enough self love to be in the relationship that I really wished to be in. Sometimes, when counseling someone about relationships, someone uh, would say, I really would like to be in a romantic partnership. Great. So, what are the qualities that you would like to have in that partner? Oh, well, I'd like someone who loves themselves, I'd like someone who has integrity, someone who is a lot of fun and very playful, someone who doesn't have a lot of baggage, someone who is financially responsible and, and viable, and someone who loves their life and their career, and someone who has their own home. And someone who's free and available to be in a committed relationship with me. Someone who's fit, etc., etc. So then I'll say, okay, so would that person who's got all that going on look at you and go, ah, there's my match. Would they look at you and see those things going on with you? And a lot of times people would say, "Mm, no, I guess not. So we're going to attract someone who's going to help us become even more our best self. No matter how fabulous we are right now. They're going to help us meet our spiritual goals and that's what they're there to help us do. And that's really a holy relationship. It'll happen in a special relationship too. It just won't be fun. It'll be, it'll end with pain and suffering if it ends or just drag out with pain and suffering. But we can have holy relationships. So one of the things that we often feel betrayed about is that the relationship was a special relationship. It was all ego and controlling and manipulation and disappointment and Uh, expectations and all of these things but if we have expectations then we're looking for disappointment and we're going to get it (laughs) because we're intent on it with our expectations so there's a lot for us to learn and grow through in relationships and the people who seemingly betrayed us have helped us to do that but we can't Get all the learning. We can't harvest all the learning, as I say, until we're willing to forgive ourselves for having put ourselves in that place in the first place, for not listening to our guidance. So, in a very real sense, all betrayal is self betrayal. A Course of Miracles tells us in, let's see, chapter 18, section 9, which is uh, entitled The Two Worlds, it talks about how, uh, specifically here in paragraph 4, that all the illusions, it says, all the insane attacks, the fury, the vengeance, and betrayal that were made to keep the guilt in place so that the world could rise from it and keep it hidden. Here are all the illusions, all the twisted thoughts, all the insane attacks, the fury and the vengeance and betrayal that were made to keep the guilt in place. So that is that guilt that we are letting go of that comes from the belief that we uh, betrayed God by leaving God. So betrayal keeps the guilt in place, right? Because then we want the person who betrayed us to feel guilty and ashamed because they are so bad and they are so wrong. But we cannot project that belief onto the ones we think we betray betrayed us without also feeling that we deserve to feel guilty and ashamed and bad and wrong for our seeming betrayals. So the way Course of Miracles teaches us is it tells us that our brothers and sisters, are the very best help we have in this illusion. They're the best help we have to wake up and to recognize love is the only thing that's real. And the power of love is within us. And we can use it like Dorothy and her ruby slippers to go home power of love is the power to go home within us if we don't choose it if we start throwing fireballs of guilt and anger and resentment and shame and blame at people we think betrayed us then we don't know what it's for we're mistaken that we think we know what it's for If we're upset by something, we do not know what it is for. So it's time to take a breath, sit down, step back, have a rest, take a time out, and let the higher Holy Spirit self inform us. Inform us. You know, early, fairly early on in the text... Uh, Jesus talks about we believe we can betray, and uh, that and because we believe we can betray, we believe that others can betray us. Also, early on in the text, in uh, let's see what's this is chapter six, right in the first section, he's talking about the message of the crucifixion, and he says. I elected, this is paragraph 9, I elected for your sake and mine to demonstrate that the most outrageous assault as judged by the ego does not matter. The crucifixion does not matter. As the world judges these things, but not as God knows them, I was betrayed, abandoned, beaten, torn, and finally killed. It was clear that this was only because of the projection of others onto me, since I had not harmed anyone and had healed many. We are still equal as learners, although we do not need to have equal experiences. How awesome is that? Right? So we don't have to be crucified. We don't have to have the experiences he had. And yet we're still equal as learners, which means he was an awesome learner. So are we. The Holy Spirit is glad when you can learn from my experiences and be reawakened by them. That is their only purpose. And that is the only way in which I can be perceived as the way, the truth, and the life. When you hear only one voice, you are never called on to sacrifice. On the contrary, by being able to hear the Holy Spirit in others, you can learn from their experiences and gain from them without experiencing them directly yourself. That is because the Holy Spirit is one, and anyone who listens is inevitably led to demonstrate the Holy Spirit's way for all. So this is what we're we're designed for. This is what what we're ultimately going to get to. So this is why. This is why, for instance, uh, I I offer my free forgiveness workshop at, on the homepage of jenniferhadley.com, how to get over it totally free. I invite you, please consider doing this. Have a little forgiveness party, maybe by yourself, but join with another. Get a friend, a loved one. You know, I, I I even know couples who are divorced who did it. I know adult parents and adult children. Of course, adult parents. Well, sometimes you have a child. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, that I know Grown-ups have done it with their parents even it's wonderful so you can do this workshop together uh, I encourage people to make a forgiveness party uh, plan to have some food and you know Get all the pieces ahead of time, see what you need to print out and whatnot, and do it all together. Make an afternoon of it, make an evening of it, make a day of it, and you'll be amazed at the transformation you can have. Uh, This is why I do the in-person events okay it's also why i'm so interested in training folks to do my forgive and be free workshop which is different in person than it is um than the how to get over it it's similar but there's differences it's a workshop not an audio recording so um in my in-person workshop uh there's so much healing that happens and Uh, I, I, so many people have said to me, so many people have said to me, that workshop changed my life. And if you'd like to learn how to do it and be certified to do it, come join me in October. I'm doing a training, how to lead and create a workshop, and it includes certification to lead my Forgive and Be Free uh, workshop. Uh, and you can learn how to do any workshop you like i'm happy to help you uh in the last program that i did on this we had people who were uh, in real estate and people who were in all kinds of different uh interests and programs to do workshops and to speak confidently To feel qualified to get up in front of people and to speak about something, giving a workshop is a great way to introduce people to you and the work that you're doing. I, when I began teaching, I began doing workshops, and I've done—I don't can't even imagine how many workshops I've done. So many workshops, and so many different topics. It's a great way to uh, meet new people, to connect to community, for those who are counselors and coaches and things like that. You can uh, have wonderful ways to get clients, real estate folks get clients that way. There's all wonderful kinds of applications. And so uh, I'm doing that training in October. Uh, It's the only one this year. Probably won't be another one till October of 2020. I'm also doing it back-to-back with my Spiritual Counseling Training Intensive. I do these two programs. I do programs back-to-back. So when people come from Europe, from Australia, from different places, that uh, it's a long way to come and you can get a whole lot accomplished. Also, when people do these trainings and retreats and things like that back-to-back, oh my gosh, they get so much more healing. And that's the thing about even my trainings, is they are deeply, deeply, profoundly healing. And that's part of it, is to let go of the blocks to love and the obstacles in our mind. And a lot of it is a sense of betrayal. Most people, if you say, have you ever been betrayed?, I I I don't think I've ever met a person, if you said to them, have you ever been betrayed, that they would say, betrayed? Hmm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> People could go right to, well, my cable company, and my mother, and my father, and my my church, and my this, my brother, my sister, my lover, my friend, my on and on and on. It's a list of betrayals. And as I used to be such a complainer, a grudge holder, a grievance holder, I just had a litany of betrayals. And I was looking for things to take offense at all the time because that's, that was my world view. That this world is going to betray me again and again and again and again. Constant sense of Betrayal. It's exhausting. It's really exhausting. So what Jesus was saying in that section on crucifixion is, as the world judges these things, I was betrayed, but not as God knows them. So from the correct perspective, from the higher perspective, the Holy Spirit perspective, there is no betrayal. There is simply an opportunity to learn, to grow, To recognize the truth and to give up our judgments and opinions. For me, that deep sense of betrayal that I kept re experiencing and adding to, I can see now, as I started to say at the beginning of this program, I can see now that I had a wound. And the wound or the splinter in my mind was that I was bad and wrong for a myriad reasons. But let's say initially for blocking God out, putting up the blocks to love, putting up the veils in my mind to the truth. And I felt guilty and bad and wrong and ashamed for that. I felt... I had betrayed God. All of this, you could say, was unconscious. We can say that knowing that there actually is no such thing as unconscious. But let's just say that there is. So I was unaware. That's probably a better way to say it. Unaware that this was operating in my mind. So then, I would experience people... In the world who seemingly were betraying me. And I could project all that sense of anger and hurt out at them. And then because I made those things real. Every time there was a new betrayal. It would trigger this chain of betrayals. And the meaning I would make of it would be. You see this is why I can't trust people. This is why I can't trust God. This is why I can't trust life. This is why I can't trust love. Love. Again and again looking to see in the world what I believed. And that's how we do it. We don't see what's actually going on. We see what we believe. And so the world seems to prove to us what we believe, but it doesn't prove what we believe, it just proves that we believe it. Because our perception is a projection of our beliefs. We're not seeing what's real. So in order to cut through all of that, which is what I'm all about, not having to process it and... Relive it and all that. We do have to forgive ourselves for having made all of this. and, And judged ourselves for having made it. We have to let those judgments go. And it's kind of like saying, oh my gosh... Can you believe what I did? Think of um, the Neo character in The Matrix. Such a helpful movie to help us understand. And that we don't want to be used as batteries. Like the people, their bodies are used as batteries. And their mind is entertained in The Matrix. Right? We, we don't wish to be used as batteries for these thought forms, for these... Uh, um, Buddha would call them maras, these these thought forms of lack, attack, limitation, and separation. We don't wish to keep them going anymore. We wish to transform and transcend and get out of the matrix. So rather than have a happier experience in the matrix, let's get out of the matrix, Remember the guy in the Matrix who just wanted to enjoy a good steak and things like that? He wanted a happy Matrix experience. We're we're going for total freedom. We're going back home, right? Would you like to have the nicest house and, and yard and life in a hellish place, in a prison? Or would you like to get out of the prison and be in heaven? But you see, if we don't believe heaven is an option... We're going to try and decorate our prison cell, right? So, heaven is an option. Let's choose heaven today, today. And so, we must forgive ourselves for having even believed that we could betray, that we were betrayed. We just give it all, pile it all up. You can imagine like rolling it all up into a ball, pulling things out of your heart and shaping them into a perfect golden ball and giving it to the Holy Spirit and saying, Holy Spirit, I give this to you. I'm done with it. I don't need these beliefs, these memories, none of this anymore. I'm only interested in harvesting the learning from it and sharing the benefits with everyone so this is my daily prayer and i invite you to join me in it by the way you can uh, pray with me every day that's my daily shot of spiritual espresso you can sign up at jenniferhadley.com all right it's time for me to pray I place my hand on my heart, and I am grateful and thankful to lay the burdens down, to release all the judgments, all the belief in attack and lack, limitation and separation. In gratitude, we share the benefits with all. We let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. I love you. Have a great week.